Being the number one pick in any sport gives you an extreme amount of pressure to perform in the future and live up to your potential. You can look at guys like Markel Fultz, who definitely has not lived up to his potential, and wonder what went wrong. Injuries have been a key part in Fultz's struggle so far in his career, as well as today's subject. But, what do you do during all the free time you have while injured? Do you take the good path and pick up a new hobby? Or do you go down the wrong path and almost cost yourself your job, and maybe even your life. This is the story of Josh Hamilton. Josh Hamilton was born on May 21st, 1981 in Raleigh, North Carolina. Josh attended Athens Drive High School and played pitcher and outfielder. As a senior, Josh's fastball clocked in at 97 miles per hour, but it was at the plate where he really shined. In 25 games, Josh hit 529 with 13 home runs, 35 RBIs, and 20 stolen bases. Now yes, it's only high school, but those numbers are still pretty incredible. Josh was considered as one of the best prospects heading into the 1999 MLB draft. Scouts had him, or high school pitcher Josh Beckett, going as the number one overall pick. Josh had originally committed to play baseball at North Carolina State, but after being selected number one overall by the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, as they were known as at the time, he decided to forego college and sign for a signing bonus of $3.96 million. Josh began his pro career in rookie level ball, where he hit 347 with 10 home runs and 48 RBIs. Prior to the 2000 season, Josh was named as the 18th best prospect in baseball by Baseball America. Josh began the year in single A ball, where he hit 302 with 13 home runs and 61 RBIs. Josh was selected to the South Atlantic All-Star Game and won the game's MVP, going 2-for-6 with 2 triples and 2 runs. Josh also made the Futures game and was named Minor League Player of the Year. At the start of 2001, Josh was ranked as the number one prospect in all of baseball. But before the season started, Josh was involved in a car accident. During the season, Josh suffered neck injuries throughout the season, limiting him to 45 games between single-A and double-A ball, in which he struggled. This will also mark the start of Josh's off-the-field issues, as he began using drugs and alcohol leading to him entering rehab for the first time. Josh began the 2002 season ranked as the 18th best prospect and played in high A ball, where he played quite well, hitting 303 with 9 home runs and 44 RBIs in 56 games. However, Josh wasn't the same person. It got to a point where the Devil Rays organization noticed that Josh was different and sent him to the Betty Ford Center for Drug Rehab. In 2003, Josh was, Josh was ranked as the 33rd best prospect in baseball, but never played a game that season. He failed his first drug test in spring training and showed up late several times, leading to him being assigned to minor league spring training. Josh left and came back to the team several times, but took the rest of the season off due to personal reasons. Josh hoped to return to spring training in 2004, but never did. He was suspended th for 30 days for failing MLB's new drug tests under the new drug policy rules, which indicated that Josh had a positive result for more than marijuana. A month later, Josh was suspended for the entire 2004 season after two more failed drug tests. Josh had hit rock bottom. He was out of baseball, the game he had dreamed of playing. He made several attempts at getting clean before the 2005 season. However, he was arrested before the season even started for smashing the windshield of his friend's truck. He was placed on the restricted list and was suspended for the season again after another relapse. 
Josh met many people who tried to help him get back to normal, but none were more impactful than Roy Silver. Roy owned a baseball academy in Florida and offered Josh the opportunity to use the facilities to practice as long as he worked there. Josh started out cleaning bathrooms and raking infields, and slept on an air mattress in one of the facility's offices. Josh attempted to sign with an independent minor league team, but the MLB did not allow it. Josh finally got back into baseball on June 2, 2006, as he began working out with, the, with minor league players of the Rays. He began participating in minor league games by the end of the month. He played 15 games that season, but had an even more important role as he served as a mentor a mentor for the younger players on the team by advising them not to take the path that he did. Due to being placed on the restricted list earlier in his career, Josh was removed from the 40-man roster, thus making him eligible for the Rule 5 draft. Josh was selected third overall by the Chicago Cubs, who traded him to the Cincinnati Reds for $100,000. This meant that Josh was guaranteed to be on the Major League roster with the Reds unless he was released, which meant he would return back to the Rays. However, Josh had an amazing spring training, hitting 403. This made the Reds consider starting Hamilton, but they used him as a fourth outfielder. But that didn't matter to Josh. He had finally made it to the Majors. Josh made his Major League debut on April 2nd against the Cubs and got a start standing ovation from the crowd. Josh's first MLB hit came in his first start on April 10th as he hit a solo home run off of Edgar Gonzalez of the Arizona Diamondbacks. He was named NL Rookie of the Month in April. On May 22nd, he was placed on a 15-day deal with gastroenteritis and again on July 12th with a sprained wrist. Josh started the rest of the year in center field after an injury to Ryan Friel and finished his rookie year hitting 292 with 19 home runs and 47 RBIs in 90 games. On December 21st, Josh was traded to the Texas Rangers for Edinson Volquez and Danny Herrera. In 2008, Hamilton had another good spring, leading to him winning the starting center fielder job. He was named AL Player of the Month in April after hitting 330 with 32 RBIs. He then went on to win Player of the Month in May, becoming the first player to win Player of the Month for the first two months of the season. Also in May, he was said to have not used drugs since October 6, 2005. Josh was featured on the cover of the June 2nd edition of Sports Illustrated, which documented his comeback to baseball. Josh was named a starting outfielder for the 2008 All-Star Game as he finished first among outfielder voting. He also participated in the Home Run Derby and went on to finish second, losing to Justin Morneau in the finals. On August 17th, Josh became the sixth player in history to be intentionally walked with the bases loaded. Josh ended the 2008 season hitting 304 with 32 home runs and 130 RBIs in 156 games and finished 7th in MVP voting. In 2009, Hamilton spent parts of the season on the disabled list with a bruised rib cage and abdominal strain and went on, when, when sur underwent surgery on an abdominal tear on June 8th. He played 89 games that year, hitting 268 with 10 home runs and 54 RBIs. However, in early 2009, Josh had a relapse where he was drinking, asked where he could get cocaine, and had plans on going to a strip club. Josh held a press conference regarding the incident on August 8th and said, Obviously, it was one of those things that re reinforce I can't have alcohol. Hopefully some good will come out of this. It just crossed my mind that night. Can I have a drink? 
Obviously, I can't, and this reinforces that. Since that night, I have not had another thought like that. I know it's something I shouldn't do because it leads to other things. Josh also said that he doesn't rem remember much of that night. In 2010, Josh was moved to left field to make room for Julio Borbone in center. Josh was selected to the All-Star game for the third straight season as he hit 346 going into the All-Star break. Josh led the Rangers to the World Series that year, but they eventually lost to the San Francisco Giants. He ended the season hitting 359, winning the batting title. He also had 32 home runs and 100 RBIs and won the AL MVP. Josh signed for the, with the Rangers for two years at $24 million after the season. On April 12th, Josh fractured his femur on a play at the plate and would miss a month but was still named to the All-Star team. He hit two ninety-eight that year with 25 home runs and 94 RBIs as the Rangers made the World Series again but lost to the St. Louis Cardinals. Prior to the 2012 season, Josh had another relapse with alcohol. On May 8, 2012, Josh hit four home runs in a game, becoming the 16th player to hit four home runs in one game. In the postseason, Josh made a costly error in Game 5 of the ALDS as he dropped a pop-up that would have ended the inning. Two runs scored and the Rangers lost that game, eliminating them from the postseason. Josh became a free agent and signed a five-year, $125 million contract with the Los Angeles Angels. He hit 250 with 21 home runs and 79 RBIs in his first season. However, he struggled the next year, hitting 263 with 10 home runs and 44 RBIs. These struggles continued into the playoffs as he went over 13 against the Royals in the ALDS. In 2015, Josh underwent surgery to repair the AC joint in his shoulder. As he was recovering, he relapsed on drugs and voluntarily told the MLB. Angels owner Artie Moreno then said that he did not want Josh on the team anymore, which led to him being traded back to the Rangers on April 27, 2015. Josh made his first appearance back on May 24th. He hit 253 in 50 games with the Rangers. On May 25, 2016, the Rangers announced that Josh would be shut down for the entire season after undergoing knee surgery for the third time in nine months. He was released on August 23rd, but signed back on January 16, 2017 on a minor league deal. The Rangers planned to try him out at first base. However, on February 27th, he underwent surgery on his knee again to repair torn cartilage. The Rangers released him on April 21st, and he hasn't made an MLB appearance since. Josh Hamilton's story is a very unique one, as he overcame many struggles caused by himself. Josh went down the wrong path the first time he was away from baseball, leading to his lifelong problems. Josh eventually overcame them, but wavered to stay strong sometimes. Even through all this, he still managed to have an illustrious MLB career, making his story one to tell.